0: I
1: do not drink wine, and I do not smoke she
0: Hello and welcome to Shocking Things. This is John with Laura.
1: Hi there.
0: And this is our special Valentine's Week edition. Uh, this is a movie I picked because uh, we did an episode, uh, myself and John Amenta from Python Comics. 1979 was my personal favorite year movies. And since it's Valentine's Day and there's love in the air with this, uh, I put this as my honorable mention in that episode. Love at First Bite. It was released April 27th, 1979. Uh, You could stream this for free on YouTube right now. It's also available on Blu-ray. Laura, did you see the movie poster? Or no?
1: I didn't look at the poster. Okay.
0: It's a black and white movie poster with a little bit of red for the color with the main characters in it. I thought it looked pretty good. Uh, what do you think of the trailer?
1: Uh, I thought it was choppy and confusing. The music was a little inconsistent. It's not, yeah. It, just watching the trailer, I was like, what the heck? Like, I understand it's Dracula, but...
0: But yeah, so if you saw this for the first time, this trailer, you wouldn't know what to make of it, basically? No, just
1: thought it was Dracula in New York.
0: <laughs> okay, and 1979, disco was still big, and so that's why they show that disco is seen a lot. The dancing scene. That
1: yeah, was my least favorite scene.
0: But, yeah, so that's intertwined in it. So that's the reason why that you see that a lot in the trailer. Uh, here's some of the taglines. Love is always better, the second bite around. Dracula takes a bite of the Big Apple. Dracula, <laughs> I like that your favorite pain in the neck is about to bite your funny bone. <laughs> the disco dancing drac. So, you like those? Which one's your favorite one?
1: What was it, the second one?
0: Which one? I love is Always Better, the second bite around? No. What, take the bite out of the Big Apple?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: right? So, it, well, it, it makes sense, at least, with the movie. Um, this was directed by Stan Dragati. Uh, some of his films include Mr. Mom, The Man with One Red Shoe, She's Out of Control, and Necessary Roughness. It was written by Mark Jindis. Uh, it's his only writing credit, and the screenplay is by Robert Kaufman. Uh, some of his credits include... The Happy Hooker Goes to Washington, How to Beat the High Cost of Living, and Tootsie. And it's based on characters created by Bram Stoker. Uh, The cast, uh, George Hamilton as Count Dracula. Uh, He was in Where the Boys Are. Another, The Happy Hooker Goes to Washington, Zorro the Gay Blade, Godfather Three, and Double Dragon. Uh, Susan St. James with Cindy Samhain. Uh, she was in How to Beat the High Cost of Living, and the TV series Kate and Allie. Uh Richard Benjamin's Dr. Jeff Rosenberg, uh, another one, How to Beat the High Cost of Living, so we've got this another reunion, uh, the film Westworld, and Saturday the 14th, which is a hilarious spoof, Dick Sean was Lieutenant Ferguson, uh, It's a Mad, 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 Mad World, uh, I guess uh, it says Angel, I don't know if there's a TV series It might have been an episode. Oh. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, the band Rat, he was in uh, their uh, their video dance as a master of ceremonies. And uh, the film at Epcot, Captain EO, he had a part in that. Oh, okay. Uh, Artie Johnson's Renfield. Uh, some of his credits include Cannonball Run 2, which is great. And Munchie, which is like a Gremlins-type spoof. Uh, Sherman Helmsley, Reverend Mike, and I'll explain to you because Laura's asking me why he was in an Isabel Samper. So Sherman Helmsley, Reverend Mike. In the 70s and early 80s, uh, there's a sitcom called The Jeffersons. Have you ever watched it, Laura? Uh,
1: No, but I know what it is.
0: Okay. So The Reverend, that's Sherman Helmsley. It was a huge sitcom at the time, The Jeffersons. He was in there. Um, He was also in the... TV series uh, Amen, and Isabel Sanford, the judge, that was his wife on the show. So that's the joke. They were both in the film at the same time.
1: Oh, okay. So,
0: and she was a judge, and she's known as Wheezy from the sitcom The Jeffersons. And actually, throughout the years, they put them together on numerous TV shows as husband and wife a lot of times, just as a joke. (laughs) (laughs) So um, the music uh, was composed by Charles Bernstein. He actually did uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, believe it or not. All right. And Cujo. <laughs> Interesting. Right? You would never yeah, know that nope. from watching this. Uh, so the synopsis is, this vampire spoof has Count Dracula moving to New York to find his bride after being forced to move out of his Transylvania castle. There with the aid of assistant Renfield, he stumbles through typical New York City life situations while pursuing Cindy Sondheim. But her boyfriend, Dr. Jeff Rosenberg, realizes she is under the influence of a vampire and tries his bumbling best to convince police Lieutenant Ferguson of what is going on and how to help him stop Dracula. So Laura, with the cast, did you think everyone was cast properly? Did they fit their roles?
1: Yeah, I I typically don't, like when I look at George Hamilton, I'm not like, oh, he's sexy and Dracula. But surprisingly, not that I thought he was sexy, but he did a good job at playing this comedic role of him. And yeah. I thought he did fit the part. Um,
0: and here's a fun fact. My mother does find him sexy. Did oh, you know Lord. that? <laughs> <laughs> so. uh, um,
1: but Renfield, I think he was my favorite character. He was His definitely laugh funny. was hysterical. thought he was perfect for this. And um, also Rosenberg. Like He was another one of my favorite he characters. He was good.
0: I agree with you. I definitely agree. They all fit at first... Uh, with Cindy Sondheim, the character... I, at first, I thought she's maybe playing a little too straight Susan St. James. But the more I watched, the more it fits yeah, the I character. Yeah, I thought she was too. Um, um, now we'll talk about the scenes. Some of the scenes and some of your favorite lines. Like, okay, now... Starts off with the castle. Did you like that? where they him in Transylvania?
1: Well, you know me and ambiance. There was definitely ambiance, but it was also a bit of like an eye roll for me because I was like, what am I watching right now? It started <laughs> off really ridiculous and the intro was like too long.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I well, yeah, I like it where he's, uh, he's in the castle. He gets thrown out of the castle, basically. And there's a great line in there that they take from Dracula. He goes, children of the night shut up yes. when he hears yes. the howling that was funny yeah right off the bat
1: it was definitely like the comedy started like right from the beginning it didn't stop and i think it still kind of holds up
0: it, i think it does too i actually still think there's certain things because i first saw this i was very young a lot of these jokes were over my head and then yeah. you, you know so you're watching as adults some of the stuff is funny and then there's some dated stuff in there i'll, I'll tell you about so, yeah, so then he gets banished from Transylvania. I got a kick out of a, the villagers. Uh, one of them says, you dirty bat, you bit my mother. And Draga says, what is your name? Alexei Rugoloff. No, Alexei. I bit your mother and your grandmother.
1: <laughs> it was silly. Well, when he has a run-in with the people on the street of New York, I don't know if you had this right oh, now, but yeah, I yeah. have it. Um, that was one of the things that I thought was funny. He goes to stab him with a knife, and he said, "It's Thanksgiving time, Turkey." <laughs> <laughs> turkey
0: was a very big. It was very big in the seventies, and it died off. I want to say probably by like the mid eighties, like okay. yeah, it, was, well, it was. It was. It was really. Movie. Like yeah. So it 100%. was. Yeah. It was really big at the time. I got a kick out of. So then, when they leave, Renfield and Dracula, they go um, on the airplane. They leave. So, Dracula is supposed to be in this cardboard coffin. It goes through baggage claim and it gets picked up by the wrong family. And this is where we see the Sherman Helmsley character, um, uh, the Reverend. My, oh, yeah, the Reverend. Okay. So, this part, Laura's like, because when I was watching the trailer, she looks at me and goes, This part, like, I laugh every time I see this part. I don't know why this cracks me up. So, the bodies get switched and they have the wrong body at this funeral. And so this Reverend Mike, he goes, (laughs) I knew Brother Alvin, and he was a swinger. (laughs) So I guess he, I don't know if he's supposed to be a pimp, this character that died. Because the stuff he says, uh, he loved his booze, he loved his women. (laughs) And then another (laughs) guy, and the crowd goes, he loved my wife too. Yes, he did, he sure did. And then the Reverend Mike goes, most of all, he loved this Cadillac Seville, and it's a beaut. I know it's a beaut, because he left it to me. Hallelujah. So the same praise the Lord, and then um, he is, uh, I showed him how God wanted him to have a swell time while he was alive, because brothers and sisters, when you is gone, you is gone. Ain't no way, no how. Nobody's going to bring you back here once you is dead. And then this is the part where I die laughing every time. The coffin pops open with Dracula. Good evening. Good evening. <laughs> and then the Reverend Mike just jumps through the window. It's just, it's hysterical. There's
1: another word he says throughout the whole movie. He said, I love you. I did a terrible <laughs> impersonation of it, but. Did you hear him say that like multiple times? You know, times? that doesn't. Yeah, it was it's it so ridiculous that I then okay. it.
0: Uh, and then when you we talking about the mugging scene, that whole thing cracked me up. What's shaking honky? No. Are you familiar with the term honky? No. This is another one. It was a disparaging term against white people. That was was used, and this was uh, also used a lot on The Jefferson Show. Uh, So that's... What's shaking, honky? I'm not a honky. I'm Romanian. No PC (laughs) in this movie. (laughs) No. This movie makes fun of everyone. So no one's safe in this film. Um... So the and then he has that line that he said it's Thanksgiving time turkey. Um, so then the other part that's hysterical where he turns into a bat, Dracula, transforming. He goes to everyone's apartment. There's one guy trying to get laid. This other this other part where... And he it says it's my ex-wife. He goes, who is this?
1: Yeah, that was funny, too. <laughs> uh,
0: he goes through. It's supposed to be this family. One lady's yelling at her husband to to go to work. We have nothing to eat. And then the, the bat flies through. He goes, look, a chicken, a black chicken. He uh, called it a black chicken. And then like there's, a, then there's he's
1: a, a bat. He's supposed to be like a feared it, creature. Yeah,
0: it's, yeah creature it's, no one light. takes him seriously.
1: And then he ends up biting... The drunk. Fellow. Oh yeah,
0: there's a hobo there, right? That's uh, no, on like the fire escape, yeah, though, too.
1: To use a nicer word, and um, he wakes up inebriated. <laughs> <laughs> and that was yes. another. I know you're getting into it. No, that, oh, yeah, yeah, that no. That scene after that, when he, um, Dracula, speaks of the troubles of being Dracula, hysterical. I loved it. Do you uh, have any of that down?
0: No, I don't have everything. Oh, so say whatever said, you want. Um,
1: he would like to dress differently. He wants to eat potato chips, <laughs> and uh, he'd like to celebrate holidays. <laughs> but I just, I got a kick out of it.
0: Uh, one of the lines when he meets the the character Cindy, um, she says to him, "This, I know you have to like this line. We can go to bed. Maybe we can get a get a little quickie." He goes, no, with you never quickie, always a longie. <laughs> oh <my God>. yeah. <laughs> but. Um, Another scene we you're talking about the Rosenberg character, he played it straight at times and then he was just like erratic. I don't know how you, you, you know, uh, he's in love with Cindy and then she's falling no, for Dracula. No, he was in
1: lust. with. That's what it is. He, he was these, jealous when she met. He Dracula. was dating her for nine years. All of those parts were funny. That's why, like, at first I really, I didn't get it until I got it. And then I was like, this movie is really silly. For <laughs> nine years he was dating her. And then he told her he had, she hadn't paid for her um therapy visits for mm-hmm. a year, Yep. he's dating her, yes, yeah, and then, it's something
0: I would pull to you, right
1: yeah, you would, <laughs> and um, yeah, go ahead,
0: no, no, but uh, just like so then Rosenberg's obsessed with like trying to prove you know that he's uh, Dracula, he tries to like, get a mirror, and he can't see his reflection. He gets garlic, and then he tries to take out a cross, but he pulls out a Star of David instead.
1: But I think it had something to do with his grandfather as well. Oh, he's, he, uh, you're he right. You're very, he's uh,
0: Van Helsing. He's related to the Van Helsings. Okay. That's very important. It's very good that you brought that up, Laura. So, yeah, so hes he has uh, that bloodline in him, Rosenberg. So that's why he has this vendetta against Dracula. But, yeah, all the times I got a kick out of him trying to get Dracula. He, then he gets confused which uh, monster, how to kill them. He tries to shoot uh, silver bullets at him.
1: Another one of my favorite scenes because I just thought Rosenberg was so silly. Yeah. And he was he, like, werewolf, really? He goes, yeah, that's for werewolves.
0: <laughs> oh, it is? Yeah. Um, then this scene, I'm sure you got a kick out of it. Oh a...
1: wait, when he says it's it's okay, I'm a doctor. Yeah, yeah, he said <laughs> that's
0: like one of his famous lines to keep saying for everything, yeah. no matter what he does. That's his excuse. It's okay, I'm a doctor. Uh, when they go to uh, the blood the blood bank, Renfield and Dracula, and Renfield steals the blood. Did you get a kick out of that? And then like a nurse comes out, and Renfield. Uh, She's basically saying, like, you know, get out of here. And they just put a mouse down her cleavage, like, <laughs> to, to get rid of her. Like, that was just very odd.
1: Yeah, it was... Well, they wanted their blood. Uh,
0: yeah. Weird way to get rid of her. Um, another scene now, so, like we said, with uh, Isabel Sanford, when they go to uh, Lieutenant Ferguson, who is a good character, the more you see him and Rosenberg together, I thought they were funny, their chemistry together. I did too. Uh, they go to this judge that Fergus said he knows to try and get a warrant for uh, for Dracula. And she thinks her whole story is ridiculous. He goes, listen, honky, didn't you see Roots? And then Ferguson goes, I love Roots. Ben Vereen is a terrific dancer. You better believe it. And our people have come a long way for you to be <laughs> coming in here with that scary voodoo Dracula shit that like, Laura, <laughs> Laura didn't get a kick out of it like I did. Uh, this is another one of the scenes where they use this dated reference. I don't know if you caught this Laura if you're just like, what the hell does this mean when they go into um, an elevator and the power goes out and Fergus said it's a brown out yeah okay and then someone says, I got a lighter in my right hand pocket. When do you guys want to grab it and flick my bick?
1: Yeah, well, I did I, I did notice the scene. Like, it was funny.
0: But that's actually a commercial for Bic Lighters. That I was been, that was remember. the line. That's one of those, like, time capsule things that I just cracked up just because it's something I haven't thought about in years. Uh, and then, uh, say whatever you want, but the end of the film, I got a kick out of it with Dracula and Cindy when they, at the end, they turn into bats together. You have Rosenberg trying to go after dracula he thinks he's stabbing him and then he disappears he vanishes and then he just leaves the cave. i
1: love that scene i thought the ending was so darn cute (laughs) and then the check falls from the sky oh yes she pays for her therapy sessions yes and what did he say? She left me, but she learned something. Yeah, yeah,
0: she learned something. Yeah, she learned about the pain. That yeah, was definitely
1: him. you. You are Rosenberg. Yeah,
0: so it was like, I wouldn't care if you left me. If you paid me the money, like, all right, all right. She's gone, so she paid me the money. It's okay.
1: And then, like, was there something to do with, like, him and the cape?
0: Yes. Yeah, so so Rosenberg and Ferguson, they're fighting over the cape. There's, they're trying to argue, like, why, why did the women like Dracula? Is it the accent? Good evening. Or is it the cape? And they're like, yeah, yeah, it's the cape. Yeah, and then, like, Rosenberg says, all right, I'm going to take the cape, and then he thinks he's going to get women because of this cape, and then Fergus says, can I borrow that from my wife? It's a anniversary. What did he say? It's a anniversary. He's like, all right, but you got to give it back. Okay, okay, I'll I'll, I'll get it dry clean before I give it back. So that whole thing I thought was hilarious. It was such
1: a happy-feeling ending. Like, it was so cute. Uh,
0: And then this other line, so then when you see...
1: You know, them what? flying? Yeah. You and have it too?
0: Did you have the line that they wrote? Yes. Okay, this line, the way it ends, I got a kick out of it. Do you want to read it, Laura? I don't know if you have the well, whole... I just have hers. Okay, so first it starts with Cindy goes, Oh, this isn't so hard. I think I'm going to love immortality. Then Dracula says, There's one small disadvantage. You can only live by night. And then how does it end, Laura?
1: Uh, I can never get my shit together until seven anyway. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. So... Like it was very unexpected.
0: Yeah, you know, it, it the ending was just funny. Uh, now the effects, I thought for like a comedic movie, I thought the effects were decent, considering everything. Like at the beginning of the film, if you notice, he had like smoke coming from his mouth when he like was spit with the villagers and I don't if you, do you remember that at all Yeah
1: I do it wasn't was, bad yeah, it was the, fine
0: the bats were okay they weren't you know amazing but they were they they did their purpose right I think
1: there's one scene in particular where he uh waves his arm in front of the phone okay and it goes out the window so mm-hmm. i i think somebody probably pulled it out the window.
0: <laughs> but yeah for a comedy cool. they they put more effort into the effects than i thought like when he got shot with the bullets when it hit his chest, uh-huh. like, that actually looked pretty good, I thought. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think overall the the effects were good. Uh, performances, you said before, Renfield's definitely your favorite out of everyone. Oh, yeah,
1: I loved him. Yeah, he, he was definitely,
0: definitely, definitely funny. Uh, so, now, the filming locations, um, Los Angeles, California for the Langham Apartments. I guess that's where, like, uh, the apartments where they stayed were filmed. Uh, Bellevue Hospital, where they thought Rosenberg was crazy, and they're bringing him to Bellevue, if you remember that. Mm -hmm. That was a classic... uh, This is another thing, like, back then it was just... um, There was a lot of, like, comedy making fun of people with mental issues, and now that's kind of, like not done anymore because people like you no know, people really do have issues it's not something to joke around and that was a line always used as an insult oh you, you should go to Bellevue
1: wow
0: and that was the actual place Bellevue Hospital in New York City um yeah so the rest is all Manhattan Plaza Hotel Manhattan um now the music you did did you like the music uh it
1: was fine it for, didn't sway me either way. It wasn't like, oh, the music is great.
0: I thought it fit because they had like classical music for certain mm, scenes yeah, with Dracula. Sound, yeah. For for him, for his character, certain times, then they had like this yeah, funky '70s briefly, music, yeah, at certain and I'm times, at 70s which now, was so. again, it's for that time period, uh, it fit, you know. Um, now here are some things that you might not know about Love at First Bite. Uh, now that disco scene that you did not like, Laura right
1: uh yeah it was incredibly cheesy i mean i'm sure it was supposed to be
0: yeah so uh, now the song is i, I love the nightlife it was a big song but due to licensing issues they took that off of tv broadcast and i think it might be on the on the blu-ray though that's about it. But everything else, people were very angry that it was not available. Because that was like a big part of it. Okay. Like you, like well, you that, saw that was in the a trailer. a pretty popular song. Yeah. So in the trailer, that's uh, you see it. And then I think when people actually see it, and they used to sing it in the, the film in theaters, they're mad. But now you can get it actually on Blu-ray now. Um, now, this what I read I thought was interesting. It had the same makeup artist as Dracula veteran William Tuttle. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Very, very odd. Uh, But that's great that there's that connection. Uh, This was, for many years, the highest-grossing independent films of all time.
1: It was? Yeah,
0: at one point. Um, So, Artie Johnson-Renfield was doing impersonation of Dwight Frye's performance in the original Dracula, which you haven't seen, right? Or bits and pieces. No,
1: it's slow. One day I'm going to. It is. It's slow-moving. It is. I have the book. I've heard that's even worse, but I'm going to tackle both of them.
0: Uh, this movie is made and released a few years after Mel Brooks' Young Frankenstein which is said to inspire this which is what I was thinking because that was very popular so that makes sense Mm -hmm. Uh, what else this I thought was it this is Dick Sean Lieutenant Ferguson would later play Count Dracula and Mr. and Mrs. Dracula in in 1980 Uh, 1979 was actually a huge year for Dracula films there is a Dracula 1979 with uh, Franklin Langella, Nosferatu the Vampire, you know, like this film, Love It First Bite, Nocturna, Dracula Blows His Cool, uh, Thirst, and uh, Salem's Lot.
1: Yeah, that is a lot of Dracula-esque movies in one year.
0: That's crazy, isn't it? Um, so now this is another thing I read which I thought was nuts. A sequel, Love at Second Bite, was touted but never materialized. In 2009, after the popularity of of Twilight, uh, George Hamill said of a proposed sequel, Matrimony, Love at Second Bite. What do you think? Would that have been uh, ridiculous if they actually Uh, did that? Sure, I
1: would watch it.
0: Yeah, because there was that whole trend of vampire stuff at the time. Remember there's uh, Vampire Diaries, right? Yeah. It got really big.
1: I guess we shouldn't be surprised because usually they go on a tangent like that.
0: Uh, what is this thing? According to the book, the Psychotronic Encyclopedia Film, the film director, Stan Dragoti was busted for cocaine possession in Europe on the way to Cannes to promote Love at First Bite in 1979. That's a, like a weird fact, huh? <laughs> uh, another thing that says uh, the entire plot is almost a direct copy of the 1971 small budget film Guess What Happened to Count Dracula. Now I want to see this now to see if this is actually okay, true.
1: Okay, we can watch it.
0: Alright, um, this movie is considered to feature the Laugh-In style of humor. From the TV series Laughin. I guess, like, just joke after joke, I guess? I don't know. Four the cast who made cameos actually had their cameo billing in the film's closing credits. Included a special cameo section just for them. That's a first, right? Yeah. And for awards... 1979 Saturn Awards, uh, George Hamilton won for Best Actor, and Best Supporting Actor, Artie Johnson, and Best Makeup, William Tuttle. Okay. So, I mean, you those you can't uh, argue with, nope. correct? Okay. Uh, now, this is the first time you saw the film, right, Laura? You never knew this film existed?
1: Nope. I didn't know it existed.
0: And the first time I saw it, I was very, very young. I mean... Early '80s, probably they played this on TV. It was one of those things they made as like a special event back then, um, and it's. Then I watched it again last year for the first time in years, and then again to do this. Uh, what and would you? How
1: did you feel about like your first feel Well, you you already said kind of it went over your head.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, but I still liked it because I liked anything. Because I remember at the time I saw the Franklin Jella Dracula, and then this was another Dracula. Mm-hmm. And then I saw a Bella ghost of Dracula, so I just I'd watch any Dracula stuff, any. So, but I yeah I liked it, but definitely appreciate a lot more as an adult. So what would you give? How many bats would you give this out of? One being excrement, five being excre, uh, excellent. How many bats? Uh, three. Okay, I three point <laughs> five is maybe, what yeah, I wrote. maybe
1: three point five.
0: Because. I think it gets better the more you watch it. There's so many jokes, I think, thrown in here. Certain it does. Things that... I was
1: not really sure what to think about it until maybe a quarter, halfway in, and I really started to like it. And then on second, I watched it twice, you and... know, just to make some notes and stuff. And I I liked it more.
0: Yeah, because the first time, you're just like, John, this movie's ridiculous, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, I just wasn't, I didn't know what, it, what the concept, what, what the heck was going on didn't yeah. realize it was going to be that silly.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean it's just a at the time it was a modernized, you know, retelling of Dracula in New York City basically. And now it's uh it's a, a 70s disco version, right?
1: Yeah, that's the only part of it is a disco. But it was big. But it was a the... cute movie just in time for Valentine's Day and I thoroughly enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, and it's a movie I it's I don't it, no one really talks about it that much, but if I do talk about it with people who have seen it, they all like it. They're all like, oh, yeah, I haven't seen the movie in years. I used to love that movie. Oh, really? Yeah, there really right. is something about it that I don't know what it is. Yeah, but it just, I think it still holds up. And if you haven't seen it, definitely just, I think you'd you'd enjoy it. All right, Laura? And so we're going to sign off. And Laura, with you, it's never a quickie. It's always a longie. To see photos and links about each subject we discuss in each episode, please go to anchor.fm slash shocking things. That has all of our episodes and links to our social media, as well as a link to the Shocking Things store.